2: welcome back to denver hoops and dreams with me jeremy nichols jack Balsley in the building nelson Newth in the building we have you know uh you know our our our, this 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 group right here has been interesting right i think uh especially as of late even before we started the show uh jack mentioned that uh nelson being here is going to kind of calm me down a little bit
0: (laughs) you know from uh
2: My little interesting moment from the last episode where I just felt like I needed to get a couple things off my chest in terms of Sixers fans and, you know, just some some interesting people in general. So I just thought that was fun. But uh, Nelson, you know, welcome back. Obviously, man, you know, before we touch on anything basketball related, like we do every single show, how are you guys doing, Nelson? Let's start with you. What's going on? Yeah, man.
1: The three amigos back together. (laughs) Ole, ole, (laughs) ole. I feel like we need to play some soccer now too, but uh, (laughs) uh, yeah, no, excited to join the group and um, talk some basketball and can't wait for tomorrow night. Yep. Yep. Jack, talk to us.
2: What's been going on?
0: Doing good, man. Snowed again, which isn't, was, is not the best, but Hey, you know, It is what do
2: you expect? It is interesting how that happened. Like the last time we were all on, it was snowing, right? It, 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 but, and then Nelson was just kind of sitting there and you still see the sun shining on his side and lucky you know, SOB just, just just feeling good, huh?
1: <laughs> lucky the, the lucky SOB had um, <laughs> 70 mile an hour winds last night oh. and, blew, and blew over um a 30-foot tree in my backyard. Oh no. So yeah, Come that on. was lovely to wake up to and see uh my favorite tree down in my backyard. But you know. Weather is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> and true. we'll just deal with it going forward. But yeah, good to see you guys. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, not much, not much we can do about the weather, obviously. Um but yeah, guys. So, you know, jumping back into basketball here. Um it's been it's been a while. It feels like forever since we've yeah. seen the Nuggets play. Like it's just I mean, it was last week, but it's like, man, like when are we getting some Nuggets basketball? And the answer is tomorrow night. Tomorrow night the Nuggets are back in action versus the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, you know, it's uh it's just it's been cool to to kind of chill out a little bit for a couple of days and I'm sure the players and the coaches and stuff feel the same way, but it's time to get back to the action.
1: Right? Yeah, man, it's time, I it's time to I, get back. I i missed it. Yeah, I really yeah, I really yeah, have. Man. Um I can't wait for tomorrow night. Can't wait for a full um Nuggets squad with um A healthy Jamal Murray and Mm -hmm. a healthy Aaron Gordon. Um, I I think, Jeremy, you and I talked about, uh, was it a possibility that this injury to Jamal was going to be a problem? And luckily, I think it's not. I think it was rest, and they were managing the injury on some level. Yeah. Um, So I'm super happy about that. Super excited to see Reggie in the Nuggets jersey sporting – the number seven um, in honor of Chauncey.
2: Absolutely.
1: uh, Which I thought was super cool of him to do. And um, I think he'll fit right into the mix. But just excited to see this new bunch kind of get together and see if we can make that push we've all been talking about. Starting off with two difficult opponents, obviously Mm -hmm. the Cleveland Cavaliers and then um, the Memphis Grizzlies will give us a good indicator on how the new team kind of comes um, into fruition and, and starts playing together and, and getting used to each other, especially the bench.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, Jack, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't the Clippers game the second night of a back-to-back after the Grizzlies?
0: Yeah. Yeah. luckily no. I think I'm going to double check, but I think they had this first time they've had like 20, over 24 hours to be prepared for them, but right. it is the back to back. So bones, which is the, who is the third point guard on the, if he plays. The, yeah. The third point guard on the Clippers, I should say with Russ, um, he, uh, that we'll, we'll see his reunion with a little bit of a winded squad. I, I mean, you'd expect both Aaron Gordon and Jamal to probably not play a back-to-back with how their injuries have looked, but yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting. They, uh, it'll be the Sunday night of the 26th and it's at, it's at eight. So on ESPN too. So who, of course it see. is. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. But it's, it's at eight instead of six. So they get two extra hours, which is typically about a game, a game's worth. Hey, yeah. I mean, I think cool. it'll be
1: interesting to see if AG will play. Yeah. Um, and then I think that's where our depth comes into play too now mm-hmm. with Reggie being uh, coming off the bench um, and also, you know, obviously excited to play his old, his old mates in a game. Um, yeah, it sure. is ironic that Bones wanted more playing time and now you have to wonder if the kid's even going to see the court. Um, so it's unfortunate for him uh, from that perspective and we'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, definitely excited about what's coming up.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, obviously, even before we jump into our prediction for the Nuggets versus Calves, um, real quick. Obviously, this past weekend was the All Star weekend, um, and the All Star weekend in itself always brings on another level of excitement, right? And by excitement, I mean these is when these these are the moments where the media starts to act a little uppity okay if that's probably the best word i can use um because yes the all-star weekend did happen and i i would say i mean let's be real there's not a lot of excitement behind the all-star weekend for like basketball purposes much anymore the dunk contest does not have the same it doesn't have that same feel like it used to in the past like you think about the early 2000s where you had obviously in 2000, we had the Vince Carter and Tracy McGrady and all these guys, the stars, you know, playing it, you know, doing the dunk contest and the three point shootout. You had like, you know, the the big names back in the day with the Larry birds and like the storylines behind these events. It's just not the same anymore because a lot of the stars don't really get involved in the extracurriculars. Yes, they are involved in the all-star game itself. um, But other than Giannis who seems to like doing the skills competition with his brothers. I mean, other than that, none of the, the real stars in the league really get involved in, in, in the other stuff. But of course we did see Damian Lillard, who is obviously, um, he's one of those guys and we know him very well because the Nuggets have played them a number of times in the playoffs and Damian Lillard has always played well against the Nuggets. So we know him well. And of course he did come away with that three point shootout championship. Um, I was very disappointed, um, Jack remembers, because we had a conversation, you know, a couple of predictions going into the three-point competition. And and I had – and I'm sitting there thinking, you know what? Let me I'm, I'm, let me think of something that nobody else is really going to think of. Because I feel yeah. like you're hearing people say Damian Lillard, hearing people say Buddy Heald, guys like that, right? So I'm like, who's the one name that nobody's talking about? Ah, Kevin Herter. Nobody's <laughs> saying his name. That's my guy. Because usually that's the way I go. I usually – I usually fade the public like when everybody's on something I'm the yeah. other direction. Bad choice. Bad <laughs> bad bad choice. That was the worst. That was, I listen, I worst was so far. I was embarrassed sitting there watching this guy shoot and I'm like, "Bro, you are a shooter. Like this is what you do." 8 points. Like not 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 8 shots made because there are basketballs that are worth more than 1 point. You do not get less than Julius Randle. How did you pull that off?
1: <laughs> oh,
2: yeah, I sat there and I was looking at the t v and I was, if I had any hair on my head,
1: I would have pulled it out You know it'll be interesting <laughs> to see if this is a carryover also for him, right, yeah, um, yeah, because I've seen it in baseball where guys go out and and just have really bad performances, and then mm. the second half of the season they like it messes with them mentally, right,
2: yeah, we'll see we'll see if if that becomes a thing. If that
1: um, could happen mm-hmm. with this kid because he really did he really just laid an egg. Yeah, that was yeah. that that was that was ugly stuff. Um but you know
2: wait but on on the brighter side of things we did talk about Mac McClung. Um you know just man that that, that kid can fly man he can fly. You know, I think that last dunk he did—the five forty dunk—was just. It was incredible to watch, and even in slow mo, like it's even better in slow motion because you see how many times his body turned and then he dunked it. Yeah, he, he, he made his name that night, and we did. We did talk about that, how you know, just him being hungry. And um, just now getting a contract with the Sixers because he was kind of in and out of the league before then on the in G League rosters and stuff. And I believe he did play for the Lakers at one point because um, I do remember he played the Nuggets and he had a pretty insane dunk against the Nuggets one time too. So I do remember seeing that.
1: Um, yeah, it's always yeah. against the Nuggets. Um, <laughs> oh yes, yeah, so I, sure. I I was um, interested to hear other people's take on him and the sense that they were complaining like this guy's not even in the NBA. Like, and he's win. that tells you how bad it is like that. Here's a guy that's really not on a team. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's maybe on a D league team. He's not, wasn't even really with the 76ers and he goes and wins the dunk contest. And yeah, some, I guess his, his dunks were pretty amazing, but the, the rap was, yeah, but the guy's not even in the league. Like, If you're going to have a dunk contest of people that are not in the NBA, that's, that's one thing, but to have this guy win it and he's not really an NBA player, like that's kind of, I don't know, face, like a little facial on the NBA, like kind of what's up, you know,
0: passion, drive and patience.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but hey, he is on a roster. So he is an NBA player. And that's just what it is. And once you got a contract on a team, you are an NBA player. And that's just what it is, you know, but he did he did his thing. Absolutely. I, I mean, I don't pay attention to any of those celebrity games. The only reason that I watched it, um, the one that was on Friday night was because Albert Pujols was on there, um, you know, Former Cardinal, I am a Cardinals fan, so that was one of the reasons why I watched it. Hey, listen, man, we Albert can, all,
0: we can hey, both stole Arnado. I'm you stole
1: Arnado. I'm, I'm hey, hey. <laughs> we can both shake our heads on that. Hey, listen, I'm a, man, I'm a, I'm a Reds fan, so oh, was well, um, go. <laughs> yeah, so For everybody listening, I'm the only true Denver fan. I read <laughs> every single major
0: sport, man. Yeah we got, we got some sprinkling of other teams.
1: I got the Rockies, Nuggets, Broncos. oh nah, man. See, I'm, I'm such an old codger <laughs> that the baseball teams I followed in Denver were the Denver Bears and the and the Denver Zephyrs. That's true. That's true. Some Rockies <laughs> weren't around until the 90s. That's right. So
2: yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, and, and I'll tell you, man, I am really excited just to watch some baseball again. Like just Cause I like, I mean, I love betting on baseball. It is the most toxic sport to bet on. I'll tell you that now, <laughs> but it is so fun. It's so exciting. And the reason I, I brought up Albert Pujols was um, <laughs> I was actually, so like, I, I keep money in like my, my betting account on like FanDuel and DraftKings, right? I was down to my last $3, right? My last $3 <sighs> in betting money. And I said, all right, I really want to buy this new Xbox. How do I, what, what do I bet on tonight to win this Xbox with, with one thing? I said, you know what? Albert Pujols is getting really close to this, like this, this record with the home runs. Why can't he hit two tonight? And I was like, "Yup, I'm putting three dollars on him hitting two tonight." That's all I had left. After he hit the first one, I'm sitting there like, he's about he's about to do it. I texted one of my friends like, he's gonna pull this off. Once he hit the second one, man, listen, I was online (laughs) looking for Xboxes. That moment, I was like, I'm about to buy it today. You know, so but it was such a cool. cool moment that he pulled that off you know and especially to to get the the seven was it the 700 um very impressive obviously i know we we talk basketball here but i just thought it was cool because he was in the basketball game so it you know a little something a little extra story but those those celebrity games are i mean dk metcalf went off though i heard about that That dude wow and and he got drug tested and all that after (laughs) i heard about that
1: yeah did you see the posted video of him i did yeah. jumping above the yeah. fence to grab that ball that yeah. was insane yeah i think yeah. you know
2: you, the, the comments under that is like wait this has to be like photo edited or that's video right. edited in some
1: way to do <laughs> like the steph curry shot like three-quarter shot mm-hmm, that yeah. he made four or five and Le- i remember. think
2: lebron had a video like that too where he's just shooting full court shots right just like just almost like a wrist release like stop
1: yeah, stop. exactly. I mean,
2: I know you you LeBron James, but let's let's not. You let's not stop, know. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's but crazy. Yeah. But absolutely, yeah. So, of course, you know, with with the All-Star weekend being done and complete now, um, we move forward. We move forward now. The Nuggets are back tomorrow night in action versus the Cleveland Cavaliers, and I'll tell you guys, right now they have the Cleveland Cavaliers as the favorites in this matchup. Now, it is a road matchup for the Nuggets. Um, and of course they have not been as good on the road this season as they have been at home. Um, but also I do believe maybe the sports books are thinking maybe, I don't know, maybe Jamal Murray or somebody else still doesn't play. They don't know. So I think, but it, they haven't really closed. Like it's not like this huge um, favorite for Cleveland. Um, but I'm telling you guys, man, I am really excited for this game. Y- you guys brought it up obviously with Reggie Jackson leading that second unit with Thomas Bryan. And we we get to see, bruce brown in the position that he needs to play because he's one of those guys like he can move around you can put him in you can make him a starter you can put him as a second unit guy but i think him coming off the bench with reggie and with thomas bryant i think that is going to make the biggest difference for biggest difference for the second unit um because he's not a point guard. obviously we we have seen that already um so what are you guys thoughts tomorrow obviously um with this game coming up what what do you guys think happens? Do the Nuggets win? Um, do the Nuggets lose? Seeing as it's a road game, Jack, talk to me. What are your thoughts on this game?
0: Yeah. I mean, I, it, it's very dependent on injuries. I think, I do think at least Aaron Gordon's ready. Right. I don't know about Jamal because of course Aaron Gordon was more just a, I would have even said it's, it was an exhaustion injury, just more, especially there was that stretch in January and February where he was not resting a single game. And I was, I mean, kudos to him, but like, I don't know. I I thought they would have benched him at one point, at least for one game. So I think he just needed some rest. So I wouldn't be shocked if he doesn't return Jamal, I think it's hit or miss, but if he returns, I say it's a pretty solid win. I'm not going to say easy, but you know, I I think that they could take care of business. They're not a team that I think shies away from being away. I mean, if you look at every team, they have like a, all the top teams have like four or five losses at home and, and 15 away. Like, it's typically seen from the away team. So if anything, but I I think I got
2: them winning. Got the Nuggets winning. Nelson, talk to us. Yeah, I'm not
1: so optimistic on this one, unfortunately. Um, I would love to see a split between this game and the next one against Memphis uh, winning one of the two, but I think it's really going to be a tough one. Um, Records wise, I think the Nuggets are 14 and 14 on the road. Right. And if my memory serves me correct. I think Cleveland's actually 25 and six at home and maybe, uh, Jack can confirm that. So that's a tough one. I think for them to, to really, um, come in and win that game. Although again, on some levels, I don't even care. Like I'm just excited to see the team come back as a full unit. To have the bench be the five um, that I'm expecting to be, which would be Reggie and and Brown and um, Thomas Bryant, and um, I think Kanchar will be there as the person um, playing the small forward position. Um, And who am I missing? Oh, Christian Brown. Um, I think will be the other player in the So I, I, that to me is the kind of unknown for this team, like their bench. I think we've talked about that repeatedly. Um, and so to see that bench come together, I'm super excited with Reggie in the mix right. there. Um, and like you said, um, Bruce Brown gets to go back to more of a natural shooting guard, which is more his position, either the shooting guard and, or, If they mix in Michael Porter Jr. with the second unit, you could also see uh, Bruce doing, you know, like a third being in the, you know, like a small forward position, right? And them going a little bit small. He gives you that versatility, which I love. Um, So I'm, I'm really thrilled about it. Uh, But I think it's a, it's a tough matchup for them. Um, Three really good players, three really good starters uh, from Cleveland. and, and Jared Allen is um, a very good center yeah, um, mm-hmm. who's lengthy and can maybe give some trouble to, uh, to our joker friend. So we'll see. <laughs> I, I don't have a lot of confidence in this game. It's not because okay. I don't want the Nuggets to win. I just think realistically it's a tough matchup.
2: Tough matchup. Yeah. I, you know what? I, I would have to agree with that. Um, but I think it's more so just a combination of what both of you guys said, uh, because we are kind of unsure. We don't know who's going to be available for this game. Right. Um, and of course it will be Reggie Jackson's first game as a nugget. So we'll see how that plays. I mean, there is still some chemistry to be built. Right. I mean, of course we want, we would like to think that Reggie Jackson kind of solves all the nuggets problems and he's just like the savior for the nuggets right now off the bench. It could happen, but, uh, you know, being more of a realist, I would like to think that there will take some time over these last 23 games for the Nuggets, you know, to, to gel, right, to definitely gel with that that new unit, new players. Um, but I'll be honest. I mean, I, I'll tell you this. My, my prediction is more of a caveat. If Jamal Murray plays this game, the Nuggets win. That's, 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 the re- that's what I say because um, especially the last time Jamal Murray played against the Cavaliers – when you know that 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 boy did some
1: damage yeah and guys really damage. quickly <laughs> all, everything i'm hearing is um another is just that he is going to play um oh, right. yeah okay. i am hearing that Jamal Murray is going to play Aaron Gordon is going to play i think we're going to have our full squad um mm-hmm. that's what i've i've been kind of looking at on the internet that he's going to i think i even saw it on twitter he's he even said it in an interview i'm ready right. to go Malone said he could have played the last game, but Got didn't it. because they wanted to just make sure. So I think he's I think he's a go. And in that case, then, Jeremy, you're picking yep. the Nuggets. to I, win. Yes, yes.
2: I, I'll pick once once everybody is, is set to go. I think the Nuggets win that game. Um, I mean, the one and, and here's one of the reasons why, too, um, with the Cavaliers letting Kevin Love go off the bench he was actually a really big piece for them in that second unit, right? Because every time he would get a chance to play, you know, say what you want about Kevin Love, he was always efficient out there. And he's had some really good games against the Nuggets. Against the Nuggets. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. So I think, I think that in itself, um, that in itself w- will cause a problem for them. Of course, Donovan Mitchell is always going to play well. I just want to see Jamal Murray and Donovan Mitchell have another battle. Yeah. That's all I want to yeah. see. Like like yeah. if I, I just want to see them go off, both of them score 30 plus, just have another battle again, just for old time's sake um, in this game. I mean, of course, Darius Garland, you guys brought up Jared Allen, um, Evan Mobley, who I absolutely dislike only because he every time I bet on him, he's let me down. So <laughs> I, I'm just not a fan of him. As a, not, hey, listen, man, he cool. But listen, man, when you, you cost me money a couple of times, Evan, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but nah, it should be, no, it's always oh, very personal. <laughs> that's
1: nah, beautiful. It, it should that's be
2: beautiful. it should be a really good game. And I think I think it'll be competitive. I think, you know, just these are two really good, good teams in different conferences and. um It'll be, it'll be a really good game. So I'm looking forward to
1: that. Yeah. The one thing you said too, um, I think the, I think the only person that scares me off of their bench is, um, and he'll go back to the bench is Levert. Okay, so um, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, And otherwise I don't really see much out of their second unit. Right. Um, so I think we have an advantage there for sure. Yeah. Definitely. And um, but I'm just, I think they're big three of Garland and, Mitchell and Evan Mobley it's a formidable group right and um, you're at their gym I I hope that they can pull out a victory like I said I'd love for them to win every game yeah yeah, uh, yeah. but that's not reality and so I think this will be a tough one and I think the Memphis game will be a really hard game I think Mm -hmm. coming out of the gate here we're facing some really good legitimate teams that have the, hopefully their full squad. Uh, I want to see them play teams with their full squad. As we know, last time we I didn't see that. Donovan Mitchell sure. play in the Denver game. So it'll be exciting. And I'm excited for the, for the season to start up again. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. So um, obviously with, with, with the Nuggets cavs game, you know, that'll be tomorrow. Um, but real quick, real quick here. So over the weekend, Um, you know, just kind of going back just to the all-star game real fast here. Nikola Jokic, they did obviously with the all-star draft and different things like that. Right. Nikola Jokic was picked seventh out of the starters or whatever that was in there. And, and, and here's an, and, and it became a big news story, a big news story because they're like, oh my gosh, the, the back-to-back MVP is, is not being picked first, Oh, look, Joel Embiid gets picked first to, to an all-star team. And I'm sitting there thinking, why is this a story? Can somebody explain to me why this is such a big deal? Like, it is such a big deal that Nick Wright, who we, we're we going to address him in a second. Um, Nick Wright gets on TV, and Nick Wright starts his show. And this is multiple segments on multiple shows, which is kind of crazy that he has all that. Um, and he starts off his segment because he is actually known as the Jokic hater. A lot of people know him as that. And he starts off the show talking about, well, I want to make sure that you guys know this, but uh, did you guys know? And he, he tweeted it first, but then got on the show and said, did you know that Nikola Jokic was picked seventh in the All-Star game? So this is your back-to-back MVP. This is the guy that that, that is about to win maybe his third one in a row. And you mean to tell me that he won't be picked first by his peers Hey, Nick. Hey, Nick. Um, and you may not even hear this, but if you do, I, w- I want to just just say a message to you and we'll talk to the other Nick in a second, too, because we got a little talk to, to Mr. Nick Young, Mr. Swaggy P in a second. Um, mm. But Nick Wright, who is Jamal Murray called Nick wrong. Right. That was a thing. Um, you do realize that the all star game is literally just a bunch of guys just running around having fun. Right. This this has nothing to do, especially once the game starts, it has nothing to do with your actual skill level. You, you, you are aware of this, right? Because I, the, the, the biggest thing that I sat there and watched the game, I saw Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum play one-on-one for eight straight plays, just going back and forth. Everybody else on the court, like there's a picture of it that's floating around on Twitter with all the teammates standing off to the side, almost like they're standing by the bench just watching Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum play one-on-one basketball against each other. Can we please explain, like somebody please explain to me how that in itself is like a dictator of like what, or indicator of your skill level. These guys are having fun. This is an all-star game just to have fun. It's for charity. It's just for, nobody cares. It's, there is nobody in the league, right? Nobody in the league that's that's in their right mind would say, oh, well, you know what? Nikola Jokic should be picked. He's the back-to-back MVP. <laughs> so it does not make sense. Like, like oh. if he's the back-to-back MVP, about to be the third straight MVP for the first time since Larry Bird, you think that his peers believe that he's the seventh best starter in an All-Star game? No. Nikola Jokic would have told these guys prior, listen, I don't care about this game. And he even said it in the post game saying, this is not a game for me. I'm just, I yes, I appreciate the fact that they picked me as a starter, but I'm just out there having fun. These other guys who are more flashy, who want to dunk, that's what the all-star game is about. Nikola Jokic does not care. He does not care. And when people start to use this as a way to slight him, how do you use the all-star game to slight the almost three straight, MVP in the league like you can't use that to tell me that his peers don't respect him and that's that was a problem for me with Nick Wright he sat there and tried to use that as a way to slight Jokic like he's not revered by his peers like you're about to win your third straight MVP sir like this is this has nobody cares about the all-star game and to tell you the truth Michael Malone said the same thing he said it was the worst basketball game he's ever seen (laughs) The coach, he coached the game. And he even said that. So Jalen Brown, who was a part of the same one-on-one situation with Jason Tatum, even he said it was the worst basketball game he's been a part of. These guys are this is this is the all-star game. It's an exhibition of people Kyrie Irving threw an alley oop to Nikola Jokic. That right there should tell you everything you need to know about who cares. It's for fun, it's for the fans. Stop using that as a way to try to slight somebody and get a point across. That's corny. It's absolutely corny. Now, that was the way I saw it. Uh, Nelson, did you, I know you meant, you didn't, did you watch the All-Star Game? No, I
1: didn't. I, I didn't <laughs> watch it. And um, I know I'm supposed to because I'm, I'm doing this podcast. So I was, <laughs> I was, um, I was conscious of that. Right. But for here's, here's two things. And this is childish on my behalf, but I'll tell you. Number one, I wanted to boycott the idea of watching some of it because I felt like the Nuggets got slighted.
2: They did. Um,
1: without having KCP in the three-point contest. Correct. I was like, screw this. I'm not going to support this. Why should I support something that doesn't honor the number one team in the Western Conference? Right. So, again, that's, I'm 57 years old. That was my little childish attitude. Um, <laughs> second, I knew uh, Nicola would not be engaged in this game like the rest of the the teammates would be on, in this game. As you said so eloquently, he's not. He doesn't care about this stuff. He doesn't care about the accolades. Right. He doesn't care about the 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 um, stat padding as somebody accused him of that doesn't even come into like, he's more happy to give an assist to a teammate than he is to score a basket. He's made that, he's made that very um, clear. And I knew that was going to be the case. And I had no interest in watching him be kind of the outsider of the, of the Right. If there would have been Aaron Gordon in it, I would have watched it. But again, I just um, I didn't have any real interest, and I knew it. W- there was going to be no defense, and I knew it was going to be um, just a, a bad game in general. And I just, th- to me, it just there's nothing exciting. And right. according to the ratings, I'm not the only one. Um, again, asking our friend Jack to back me up on this. I did see something where this, um, was, uh, less, one of the least watched, um, all-star games in history. Um, 20%, 27% less than, uh, last year's game. And, um, it, you know, all-star games in general stink in my mind. (laughs) Um, uh, the, the, Um, MLB, uh, all-star game is entertaining to me on some levels, the home run derby. I love watching that. I love the home run derby. Um, the pro bowl is a joke. I didn't watch that. (laughs) Um, the, uh, NHL same, same for that. Um, although I did see, um, McKinnon and I watched, you know, a little bit of that, but in general terms, the all-stars, it just is, it's to me. It's not basketball. It is a bad game. And um, I'm kind of a purist with the idea of playing some defense. They played matador defense and it just doesn't interest me. And I knew, I knew the Joker wasn't going to be the focal point. And, and then to slap on the to slap in the face about him being the seventh round, the seventh pick. Right. And then there's controversy about that and, and, and marketing and he kind of had to apologize for that and, if you know joker you knew that he didn't do anything intentionally absolutely yeah. and, and then the last thing about nick Wright, like to me you give people breath or uh you know kind of by acknowledging these people um nick Wright is a hack and i yeah, hope he yeah. hears that yeah and he what we probably won't but he's a hack and all he's doing is look this is his angle to be like different from anyone else the shock value um, takes, yeah. yeah the shock mm-hmm. value and all that stuff so to be honest with you that's where my maturity at 57 <laughs> does come into play like i don't care and so yeah. like for me i don't care about all these the outside noise about uh, uh nicola nicola jokic uh in his and his <laughs> And his, uh, you know, uh, basketball acumen, um, the Joker. I don't care about that stuff. And I probably don't care enough to know how to say his name correctly after all these years. Oh, Nelson. Like, I, I watch the guy every night, and I know he's the best player in the league. And it's not even close. And if you hear other players talk about him, like Donovan Mitchell, who we're playing tomorrow night, he said, like, there's no question this guy's, like, the best player in the league. And look what he's doing and how amazing he he is. Um, Jalen Rose and um, Draymond Green said the same thing together. Like, uh, and Draymond had a great story about um, Nikola. And so it's like, you know, I I I I just don't there's other things I worry about uh beside what Nick Wright says. So yeah. for me personally, I'm just excited about what's happening uh tomorrow night and and the all-star game is a nice accolade for um our favorite player. And other than that, I don't I just I you don't just care. I don't care.
2: That's fair. That's fair. Jack, Jack, just what were your what were your thoughts? Obviously, you you know, you are aware of um, Nick Wright, what he was meant well, he was talking about with Jokic, because I'm sure you saw it on Twitter as well, because we, we made sure we made it clear as well as with Nick Young, um, with yeah. Nick Young mentioning the fact that, you know, he he, he tried to bring a, show some some correlation between Russell Westbrook when he was averaging a triple double and Nikola Jokic. But he's forgetting the fact that the Nuggets are number one in the West. And yeah, the fact I mean, that twenty five mention- and zero, yeah, on. come on. He, why, why did he leave that part out? Why yeah, did he leave right? The fact that the Nuggets have not lost a game with Nicola, with Nicola having a triple double. He didn't mention that at all. That is the difference. No. But I digress. Your turn.
0: No, yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 yeah. But uh, no, it's funny too because I mean he forgot to mention the the twenty sixteen. Who was
2: on Russ's team as well?
0: It was Paul George, huh? Uh,
2: he. I don't know if Paul – I believe Paul George is maybe on there like maybe seven. Or a year after or something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, But,
0: I mean, Russ, he had one all-star. I do remember that. I can't remember who was still there. But regardless, it's just like it's the same conversation. It's starting to get redundant. But, you know, I I think that with Nick Young especially, it's – to Nelson's point, it's just shock value. I think these TV guys really are – they're really – you, I mean, everybody knows TVs on the decline, especially for these sports. Yeah. why you'd rather listen to these podcasts, especially Denver Hoops and Dreams. But um, <laughs> but uh, you know, you, you want to listen to these podcasts. You'll watch a clip on YouTube. Like no one really cares about sitting down, making sure they watch the commercials and all the segments that these ESPN guys or oh, I don't even know all the shows Nick writes on. But um, so I mean, that's to Nelson's point. I just take it take it on the chin. You know, I mean, you don't really you don't really see it too much. So. I mean, luckily I don't really see Nick or Nick write too much on my, uh, on my timeline. And when I do, I know it's something stupid. So (laughs) I don't know, but you know, the all-star game, yeah. To Nelson's point, it was, it was the lowest ever viewed, but to you, I mean, to wrap that up too, it's really like you guys are already kind of mentioning it, but in every sport it's just getting to the point where these like superstars and even just stars, they just, they don't want to risk anything, I mean, you see that more in the NFL because of how physical that game is in in the Pro Bowl, especially that Sean Taylor hit, as everybody would know. Um, But, like, you know, it's tough because, yes, we do want to see the best of the best play the best uh, in these all-star games because they're all together for once. But at the same time, I mean, a guy goes down and you're like, especially for a game like the NBA where it's in the middle of the season, it's really tough because, I mean, do you want to see Jokic go up, try his hardest and then sprain his wrist or something like that. So like, it's just, and for what? Like, so that they get imaginary, they get an imaginary win. Um, So I don't know. That's tough. It's just, cause you can see both sides and as to what, but it's definitely not entertaining as it was. I know Nelson, you're the last, you're the only person out of us that's actually seen in 180 point game, but (laughs) you know, at the same time, Mm. at the same time, I just, like you guys said, it was more just to have fun. And granted that can be entertaining, but it came off a lot more as lazy. So that's why it was kind of a bummer, but yeah. And then to Nick Young's point with Westbrook and that triple double. And he was just, which is funny because he was a nugget. So you'd think he'd have a little bit more love for, uh, for Denver, but. uh,
2: Yeah, I guess.
0: (laughs) Apparently not. (laughs) Yeah. Right. But I, I don't know. And I've seen it with the NFL too, as of recent, which is player comments on certain people or coaches. And it's just, I, I don't know if they're going for necessarily that shock value as, as these media personnel would, but I still think that they're trying to, I mean, if you think about a guy like Nick Young, he's out of the league. Like, yeah. and, and a lot of comments were saying that about like, of all people, you. I mean, he was averaging triple singles by the time he was out of there. So, no, so you no, know, stop I, I mean, it, it's tough because these guys, <laughs> they really, they are, I mean, they do have a voice, especially because they're players. Like I'll, I'll listen to a Nick Young a lot more than a Nick Wright, just because of he yeah. knows what it takes to get there. But I think too, they just, they try to, they try to, take specific points and make it an entire story. That's not a story. And I think that – because, I mean, before the season, even when he was averaging a triple-double, I heard nothing about the comparison to Russ. Because 100%. from from the competent fans or and even players, it was a lot more of – this person's equally as great for getting a triple-double, averaging a triple-double in a season, and this player's a, a phenomenal for averaging a triple-double in a season. There was no, they were mutually exclusive. They, There was no shot at any one person for doing it a certain way. So, you know, it's, it's, it's annoying to see, but then again, it's kind of on that Nick Wright train of like, I think people are just getting fatigued with storylines and they're trying to liven it up a little bit more. Cause now it's kind of like, everybody just liked Jokic every Jokic. God, I'm going <laughs> to lose it. But Jokic, um, <laughs> but uh, uh, you know, I, I, think that, cause again, I think it was today or yesterday, the, the poll came out. He's number one in voting. Like just, I don't know. It's tough with the media cycle and
1: fatigue. Yeah, I, I want to say this too, Jeremy, like um first of all, as as uh, nugget watchers, we know that he does that. Um, Jokic doesn't care about this stuff. No, like he does not even care. He, when you bring it up, he's annoyed by it. He, he's mm-hmm. annoyed when the crowd the crowd goes MVP. He doesn't want this attention. He doesn't have a shoe company. He doesn't care about this stuff. Yeah, but I will say this, and I think this is an honest take. Like. It's never going to shut up. It's never going to stop until he wins the championship. Absolutely. And and until that happens, there's going to be the naysayers out there who say he's a paper tiger because he's never done it in the playoffs. And so he just needs to go out. He's got a a, a very capable. This is a team that can win. Absolutely. So there's no more excuses. There's no injuries. There's none of that. This is, a, this is a veteran team ready to win the title, and yeah. he needs to win it to secure his name on the top of, of all the great ones. And so when he does that, then they'll stop. But until that, he'll be the paper tiger that just wins during the regular season and doesn't win in the playoffs. It's yeah. that simple. Absolutely.
2: Now, real quick here guys, and I know I know we're about to get up out of here right before we leave. I just want to hear a number from you guys. The Nuggets have 23 games left in this NBA season before the playoffs start. I just want to know how many Nuggets how many games do the Nuggets win in the last 23, Nelson? I just want to I just give me a number.
1: Yeah, I saw that there was uh, the same question happened on Twitter the other day. Right. Um and I said, Um sixteen and seven mm-hmm. um, so that's my pick. I think they have a really tough little yeah. um twenty three games left, so I think that's a realistic number. I would be really ecstatic if that number was higher, and hopefully it is Jack, talk to us how many how many games they win twenty three and
0: oh no
2: <laughs> as, as, <laughs> as much as
0: I'd want that um, you know. I would say their, their, their final stretch eases off to to Nelson's point of it being they have some tough games to go, but, um, at least they end with, with Utah and Sacramento, but, you know, I would probably, I would like like kind of your, to, to your point, I would like to see 19 wins so that they can creep into that 60, um, if they're one of those teams where I, it could happen, or like it, like it's yeah. not out of the realm of possibility, which is nice. So nineteen and four, but to your point, Nelson, I would say they get closer to ten losses just based on schedule and and, and injury and injury fatigue and and all that above.
1: What about you, Jeremy?
2: Yeah, so so for me, um, I was actually going for fifteen wins, so I actually had them at fifteen and eight um, because I think. I think 15 wins is still, it's still a good spot. You know, I think it still puts them in a, in a nice position to essentially still hold on to that first, that first seed um, in the West. Granted, they have to win this game against Memphis to kind of push them down a little bit more um, this upcoming game after Cleveland. But yeah, I think 15 and eight is kind of is like my baseline. I don't, think, I don't think they lose more than that. Um, but of course, just like we all said, it would be beautiful if they could win more right if if they can if they could rack you know run and get what 18 and 19 wins in that stretch beautiful you know but i think i think 15 wins is is kind of where i see the team over this last 23 game
1: stretch and uh if i think it's a fun yeah. question yeah i think yeah. it's a fun question cuz when it's over we can go back and say oh yeah we yeah we were close or we were far away yeah uh, on that prediction but i think it's a fun a fun thing to, to think about. And I think obviously you want to be on a roll before the playoffs start. So I do want to make note
0: too. They, they got three back-to-backs left. So they got one in, they got one to wrap up March. They got one in, I think the beginning of March and then, and then obviously this upcoming
2: weekend. So luckily they have that rest, which is a big deal. I'll I'll tell you um the reason that I'm not as worried now so much with the back to backs is because of Reggie Jackson. Yeah. I'll tell you That's because true. He, because he that means he's going to get a lot more playing time. Because on any situation I doubt unless he's injured or anything, he's going to play. And if for some reason Jamal Murray doesn't play, I mean, we saw Reggie Jackson ball out in the playoffs. Like he can do it. He's a vet and he has the ability to to win right so i think Vicarious, i'm yep. not i'm not as worried about back-to-backs as i was previously you know to the trade deadline yeah. so um i'm excited y'all i'm excited uh like i said you know we we have 23 games left we'll see how this nuggets team does over that last stretch but of course the real games start in the playoffs and as long as this nuggets team is healthy i personally believe this is championship or bust. That's my opinion. Um, a lot of people may not see it as strongly as that. Um, but I think this is the year. I think this is the year you have all your tools. You have your 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 best player playing the best basketball of his life. You know, you have Jamal Murray that's that's playing excellent ball. Aaron Gordon is motivated. KCP is now even more motivated. And he has, he's, of course, won a championship before. So you have some championship pedigree on the team. Right. So I like it. I think this is going to be a nice stretch run for the team. And when the playoffs start, we got we we going to have some fun.
1: And I think all three of us feel that way, too. I mean, yeah. and I think all of N- uh, Nuggets Nation feels that way, too. It's it's championship or mm-hmm. bust. And yeah. I think we're all excited about it. And then I'm really looking forward to kind of um, cherishing these last 23 games because uh, I think it'll be fun to watch. I can't wait for tomorrow night
0: oh uh, man go Broncos no I'm just kidding <laughs> yeah I got the hat on for, I, got, I got a hat on for the listeners um no but uh no yeah go Nuggets we'll see uh hopefully they can hopefully they're healed and you know hopefully every player's healed out of their wish injuries but yeah go Nuggets yeah
1: um just um so much fun again, uh, enjoying this immensely. Uh, the time we get to spend together, and uh, looking forward to uh, the Nuggets get, getting back into action. And and uh, appreciate everybody uh, listening to our podcast.
2: Absolutely. Uh, people <laughs> peace.